For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to today's edition of KDHL's AM Minnesota program. I have in studio this morning our Faribault Police Chief John Sherwin. Mr. Sherwin, I'm sure you want to talk about Night to Unite. Oh, absolutely. Or, is uh, it, or has it changed its name? Night to Unite is, is what we're going with. Some people call it National Night Out. Right. You may hear uh, different. I actually heard a, a radio ad uh, <laughs> this morning um, out of a Twin Cities station. They were calling it National Night Out. But Night to Unite here in Faribault, uh, we've got uh, plenty of events coming up. Uh, many neighborhoods have signed up. It's not too late. Uh, there's still an opportunity to get your uh, local party registered, but uh, we've got at least a dozen. Uh, their requests have come in for police officers, for our local elect- elected officials, for fire trucks. Um, and, uh, you know, some neighborhoods are, are, are they do it. It's a party. Uh, you know, they'll have food trucks and other items. So uh, there's a good lineup. That if you look at our... Um, uh, city webpage. They've they should be publishing a, a map of neighborhood event, events. Uh, and it that, should be on your website. You're saying? Uh, yeah, it should be. I know our communications, our city communications manager was working on producing a map where people can then click on it and it'll show you what what's going to be taking place in your neighborhoods. So, oh, okay. So the yeah. map pretty much all areas of town. It covers the whole city, and and you know where the where the registered parties are. That's where the uh, little uh, icons will show up on the map, and people can click on it and know where to go. Uh, I know a lot of neighborhoods are doing outreach. My neighborhood, they uh, we had someone came by the other night and put a flyer on my door. So, um, do they know who you were, or I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to stay low key anonymous, but uh, I don't know. Um, but it's uh, I'll sure to be, be sure to swing by because I'll be out and about. I'll have uh, the mayor with me and a council member, and uh, we'll try and hit as many parties as we can. Um, and one of the bigger ones is always down at the Buckham area. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And and I you know that's more of a city event, so I think anybody's invited to that one. If your neighborhood isn't hosting something local, you can always head down town to uh, Buckham and uh, the plaza and there'll be a, a number of booths and other things set up. They usually have some sambusas down there. Boy, are those good. And there'll be some information booths and uh, maybe even entertainment. Uh, usually uh, bring sure big trucks that. down yep. there. Yep. Little kids crawling on them. <laughs> For sure. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. And your dogs probably get a lot of requests. Yeah. Uh, we get a lot of requests. Uh, the the a lot of people want fire trucks to to swing by, so um, you know anything for the kids. You know they like the to see the police officers and firefighters, and uh, um, we'll be out and about. So, been a lot of sad things happen since you and I last visited in the area of law enforcement. Yeah, Officer yeah, Waline up in uh, Minnesota, native, with yep. just a few months on the job. Yeah, killed in Fargo. in Fargo for sure. Um, yeah, it just goes to show you that. Uh, 
you never know in this in this line of work. Um, and it also shows you the heroic actions of police officers because that gentleman would not have stopped with that incident. Um, he was well armed, and uh, you know some of the reports show that he was researching a downtown block party event. And uh, you know who knows what would have happened if if one officer who uh, uh, you know was on that scene who hadn't been targeted initially and ambushed. Uh, if he wouldn't have been there and, and responded as quickly as he did, taking action, um, who knows? Uh, we could be talking a tragedy on a much bigger scale there in Fargo. And it just goes to show you, you never know where. No community is immune, and that's why we train and provide equipment, and we're ready um, for those incidents to take place. So. Yep, and they were willing to go in. Uh, you know, there have been incidents where people didn't go in. Yeah, correct. And, and you know, that's why we train, you know, since the last time we talked, um, we have had uh, a full-scale training here in Faribault in Rice County. Um, and our officers went through it in the high school. We were able to uh, get into the high school once school is out and use uh, that building in that area for, for uh, you know, active threat response type training. So we're prepared here in, in, in Faribault and Rice County. Yeah, I, I read some, where did I, I don't remember where I read it, but I read something where the world has certainly changed since, for example, when I was a kid, we had uh, we had drills, tornado drills, right? Where you, sure. Yeah. We didn't have shooter drills no, whatsoever. Correct. They have lockdown drills now in schools, you know, where they they practice and, and come up with a plan. And, and really it's necessary, um, just like, a fire drill, or uh, I went to school in California. We had earthquake drills, believe it or not, where you had to practice getting under your desk in case of an earthquake. So, um, you know, those that's the reality for our, our kids in the schools today, and, and it's nothing to be scared about, but it, uh, you know, parents should have those conversations with their kids. Grandparents should have those conversations with their grandkids uh, about how, uh, you know, to, to be safe and that adults will do what they can to Keep those kids safe if something were to happen. And there's probably been more than one mass shooting since you were last on the air, too. It seems like they're becoming epidemic almost. Yeah, certainly. And certainly they're getting the attention, you know. I mean, uh, there are, uh, for whatever reason, you know, the the post-COVID Response, or we've seen a lot more incidents, right, since post-COVID lockdown. Um, and obviously, they're getting more attention. And uh, you have um, classifications of mass shooter events where, in the past, they may not have um, garnered that simply because they were um, incidents that happened uh, in an urban setting, or um, you know. And now, obviously, they have a lot more attention. So. Um, yeah, a lot of tragedy, uh, but, you know, that's the thing that we hope never happens locally, but we're prepared and, and ready for. And it have to be, as you said, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's not it's not just here. If, if something were to happen in Northfield or, uh, you know, any of the surrounding communities, we are going to respond as well. We, we don't have enough local resources to handle an incident of that magnitude, so... We're all on the same page, and that's why when we did this most recent training, it was all of our agencies from Rice County and actually 
from some surrounding agencies that were invited as well, and they sent people to this training. So, um, you know, it's good to get law enforcement on the same page and have those repetition. And I remember asking, may have been a couple of decades ago, one of your predecessors, if the department would be ready if, you know, how many planes fly over this community sure, every single absolutely. day, if one of them were to crash yeah. and you... Yep. And he said, well, the, like you said, mm-hmm. we don't have enough resources mm-hmm. to handle that by ourselves. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, but we do as a whole, you know, um, uh, you know, all all law enforcement on Rice County is on one main radio channel. Uh, so if something happens in Lonsdale, we hear it. If something happens, you know, somewhere on one of the lakes, we hear it. Uh, and we all have the ability to communicate with one another and respond as appropriate. It's it's not rare for us to assist Rice County, and, and certainly it's not w- rare for Rice County to assist us with calls and Fairbone. So, And that hasn't always been that way either. I, I will say, you know, there's there, way back when there were some, I don't know if you call them turf wars or what. But. Yeah, well, fortunately, we don't have that currently. Uh, I, I can't see us having that. Um, you know, I, I, the uh, chiefs and sheriff in Rice County, we all get along very well. We have meetings uh, at least quarterly uh where we get together to discuss issues that are impacting our departments and um how we can coordinate and work together and and um i think that's what the public expects and that's what we expect as uh, law enforcement leaders and uh, we know that we're going to rely on other agencies when the you know what hits the fan so for example the sheriff told me at the fair that you are going to go in with him to get a new incident command center is that right well we had talked about it um you know we're we're, we share that uh our current vehicle um it's getting up there in age a little bit uh you know and nothing's definitive yet but uh it's one of the things we're looking at you know the uh it's part of the legislation that came through this last session up in saint paul uh there's been a significant amount of money that's been dedicated for public safety aid um here in Faribault and every community is, is receiving some funds that have to be dedicated for, for certain things, including equipment and other things. And it's really an opportunity uh, to look at our needs uh, that and to offset some of things that would have been normally funded by your taxes, um, your local taxes, I should say, because you know your taxes are paying for this one way or the other. Let's be real on that. Right. But this is state money, um, uh, so it's not in addition to what local taxes fund. Um, and we have an opportunity to maybe offset that or at least um, utilize those funds to make a difference and impact and address the needs that we have. And uh, some of the things that we've discussed are uh, certainly related to shared equipment and other stuff that uh, can well, benefit how, all of our citizens. So. Do you know how old that incident command center is because technology has changed a lot probably since then yeah i mean it's it's uh i'm not sure the year of the vehicle um and it does have you know ability to communicate and a camera system and other things that that you would activate but uh those things kind of get up there in age right and um you want to stay uh, ahead of the game so you're not then forced to uh (laughs) you know, scramble and, and ask for emergency funding. So, yeah. Anyway, we're going to visit more with the chief of the 
City of Faribault Police Department. John Sherwin when AM Minnesota continues. Right now we're going to get that opening market report. A service of your KDHL agri-boosters. They include T&W Towing, your hazmat spill restoration experts. Matt's Roofing specializes in shingling projects like farm buildings, residential roofing, over a century of combined experience. No payment until you are completely satisfied. Give Troy a call at 507-838-2254. On Thursday morning, soybeans and quarter higher cattle and hogs are mixed. I'm John Perkins with a Brownfield Market Update. With Stein, growers have access to decades of knowledge from the experts who will ensure you get the yield benefits the products can bring. Stein, dedicated to yield, committed to you. Soybeans are up. Unknown destinations bought 256,000 tons of new crop U.S. soybeans this morning. That is the third day in a row with an announced sale this week. Uh, that is the third day, rather, with an announced sale this week, not the third in a row. Forecasts for most of the region are hot with drier conditions over the next few days. August beans are up 27 and a quarter at 1573 and a half. September's not, uh, now a dime higher at 1478 and a half. Corn's up, watching development weather with some rain reported in parts of the region over the last couple of days, but with an expected drier pattern for the rest of the week. That comes with a large portion of the crop in the pollination phase. September corn's two and three quarters higher at 543. December's up two and three quarters at 551. And wheat's higher. There has been some rain in the northern U.S. plains this week, but it's mostly too late to help spring wheat. The ongoing war between Russia and Ukraine is leading to a lot of uncertainty for the export market. September Chicago's up three and a quarter at 723 and a quarter. Cotton's down on profit-taking and a bearish week for old crop exports. New crop wasn't great either. Most active December's down 225 at 8568. Uh, rice is mixed, adjusting spreads. Most active September 7 lower at 1577 and a half. Live cattle are mixed and feeders are down watching corn and waiting for widespread direct business. August lives 40 lower at 178.27. October's down 47 at 179.47. August feeders are down 50 at 243.70. And on spread trade and a good week for export numbers on pork, August hogs are down 7 at 101.57. October's up 10 at 83.72. Crude oil's higher this morning. John Perkins. Brownfield. AM Minnesota on the Mighty 920 KDHL. Other KDHL agri-boosters include Northland Buildings. Quality post-farm construction. Head to northlandbuildings.com. Craig Keller at the Keller Insurance Agency in Nearstrand. Craig helps protect all things that are important to you. Community Co-op Oil Association Faribault. Everyone welcome to be part of that company. Get your clean burning propane from Community Co-op They've been local since 1925 to serve you better. Our police chief, John Sherwin, is in studio today. Number one thing I know that he wanted to tackle was the uh, night to unite things that are happening here in Faribault. Yeah, that's correct. And you can still sign up, you're saying? You still can, yeah. You can still register your event. Uh, It's next Tuesday night. Um, you know, members of the police department and the fire department and the elected officials, uh, city council will all be out and about, uh, trying to visit as many events as possible. But, uh, with the number that we have now, there's at least a dozen. Uh, I can tell you, I'm not going to make a dozen, um, but we'll do our best to get to as many as we can. 
It might be kind of hard to get to a dozen. It is. You, you start to appreciate, you know, uh, you kind of feel like Santa Claus a little bit because you're trying, <laughs> to, trying to get to as many before the, the evening's through. And uh, I think last year, uh, you know, I was out and about, and I maybe got to about five or six. And that and, was your uh, first one, right? First one here in Faribault, yeah, and um, had some great food. Uh, there's one neighborhood event that I know of. I'm not going to say where, but uh, <laughs> I probably had the best street tacos I've ever had. And it was just a gentleman grilling in a driveway with a, a flat, you know, a flat iron grill and uh, cooking mm-hmm. up street tacos. And I tell you what, they were good. I huh? am look, I'm going to head there probably first. Can you tell me what side of town it's on? It's on the south side. Okay. And uh, we'll just leave it at that. Okay. So. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Our majority of the parties uh, situated in a certain section of town or is it scattered pretty no, good they're, they're scattered um we've got we've got you know events all over we've got some big events or some neighborhood events some of the churches have events where they'll have several hundred people um you know uh, uh, Cannon river trailer park they've got a great event every year and um you know i know just in my neighborhood event they're gonna have a food truck uh show up so it's uh some people go all out, you know, between games and uh, events and food. Um, it's just, it's a good time, and it looks like I, you know, I looked ahead to the weather, and uh, it looks like we're going to have a little bit cooler weather, and but yet still warm and nice, a good night to sit outside. So yeah. hopefully, even if you don't have an organized, formal event that's registered for, with the city, we encourage neighbors to get together and uh, have that sense of community that uh, that makes where you live so special. So... And correct me if I'm wrong, but this is all to put law enforcement in a better light, a friendlier light. It's really to unite the community, right? And and what better way for law enforcement to be a part of that than than to have a event where you know you have all neighbors coming together and we can be a part of it and and promote safety uh, and to get to know your neighbors and and really partner with law enforcement with public safety. Um, with city officials to, um, you know, really have that sense of this is our town, this is where we live, um, and, and it's um, an idea that that started years ago to help you know reduce crime and you know if if everyone lives in their neighborhood and they don't know their neighbors, uh, that's that's when things, you know, some some would say that's where we've lost connections as society right when you you don't know who lives next door when you have no idea who's coming and going when you're not when people are isolated and they're not looking out for one another um, we rely on people to communicate with us like we only have 35 police officers in the city of Faribault and only five or six at most are working at one given point in time so uh, when you when you look at it that way we have to rely on everyone to report things to us. Um, and Nike Unite just kind of promotes that, right? Know your neighbors uh, and, and have that sense of safety and community uh, to make this city safe. Are the crime statistics here in Faribault going in the right direction? I mean, I don't know if you've even... They are. We're, we're certainly fairly stable. I watch these things pretty closely. Um and I, I tell you what, I'm I'm going to knock on the wood table here. But, and it is wood, uh, This folks. has been what I would say is a pretty quiet summer. Um, we have not had, um, and, and certainly these are things that can change with a moment's notice, but it's been um, 
it's been a good summer as far as criminal activity and major incidents. Certainly, we, it's been a while since we've had uh, uh, a high profile, higher profile violent crime, and um, we hope it stays that way. And I'm, but I'm realistic enough to know that uh, sometimes it's a little bit of luck, and sometimes it's what you do, and sometimes even if you do the right things, you're going to have crime at times. Uh, uh, so. It's up to us to be vigilant and, and make sure that when crime occurs, we follow up and we make arrests. And, um, and, and that's what we've done. I mean, you know, we've had a few crimes of late uh, where we've solved pretty quickly. Uh, in one case, it's about to come to fruition that I wish I could tell you about. Maybe next month we'll talk about it. But uh, just good police work and how uh, and help from the public and you know things like security cameras on homes and ring doorbells all those things work to help us do our job better um and uh yeah so it's been a, it's been a pretty good low-key summer so far and our goal is to keep it that way speaking of that those security doorbells that have video cameras mm-hmm. with them yeah is that something that is recommended or absolutely i mean i have i have one on my home uh actually a little bit ago while we were just talking my phone made a noise that was my ring doorbell uh i didn't realize i had not muted it but uh yeah you can alert every time someone's at your door um it also and then you can look and see who's at the door archive it um a lot of times crimes in neighborhoods are solved uh maybe not because that person that has the camera is the victim but they can provide video that helps solve that crime and uh there's a case that we're working on now um that that involved a burglary that uh um you know neighborhood surveillance is critical and and it has been um you know for more than just one case in 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 my time here in Faribault but uh but certainly it's it's a pretty low-key inexpensive thing doesn't require a, a master's degree in technology to install it um, and, uh, you know, it gives you as a homeowner a piece of security as well. Um, so I, I'd encourage residents to look into it if they don't have one. It, it uh, pairs with your cell phone. I can pull up video uh, when I get an alert and see who's at my door. And usually it's the guy delivering an Amazon package. But, uh, um, you know, sometimes a neighbor will show up or uh, you get an alert and you wonder, who's that? then you realize it's the kid next door or something so so it's recommended oh yeah i'd absolutely recommend it i mean it uh uh it, it certainly helps just to, just for your peace of mind alone uh if you're concerned about who's coming to your house or um y- there's ways that uh you know you can communicate with someone even if you're not home and someone rings your door uh you can talk to them and they won't they don't know if you're inside or you're you know up in the twin cities um so it, it it's it's actually i'd recommend people look into it if they have the means and they're able to you know afford to purchase one and and there's a monthly fee for you know live streaming and other things but it's when it comes to safety and security what what are you willing to pay wasn't about a year ago we had those catalytic converter thefts and you guys sure. got yep. together and got people to install them for free and yep. did that go well? Yeah, we still have kits available, um, but we Is haven't that had, done. We haven't had. Well, I'll never say it's done. Okay, um, but we've had 
there's been some changes to state statute that require people that um, purchase and have uh, catalytic converters to, to, to register them and other things that hopefully are going to prevent the bigger epidemic of that uh, from continuing. But locally, um, you know, most of our thefts, I believe, were driven by one individual who's who we've arrested several different times on multiple different cases. So uh, we haven't had a lot lately, but that doesn't mean, uh, like I said, I'm realistic. And I know that criminals are always looking for opportunities. So, Well, they've had a lot of garage thefts up in the Minneapolis area. Yeah, I'd read about that. We have uh, not seen that here. We have not, but again, that's that's the reminder for folks. Like, close your garage door. Make it harder for people to break in. If you have a uh, garage service door, make sure it's locked. Uh, and I would encourage people, um, something that I always did, on, on my homes where I had a garage service store is buy some brackets at uh, Menards or Ace or one of the home improvement stores, bolt them into the door frame, and then put a two-by-four across your door. It's a lot harder to get into your service, garage service store if you have that extra step. Um, the locks that are normally on those doors are not deadbolts, and they're easy to um, take a screwdriver and and access your garage, even if you lock it. But what we find is most people do not lock their garage service door. Uh, and then they'll have a bike theft or camping equipment or fishing equipment or something taken from their garage. Uh, and that's usually the access point. So, Yeah, that's unfortunate that you have to do that, though. I mean, people just respect other people's property. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate, but it is uh, part of not being a crime victim is making it harder for people to victimize you. So... That's why we always say lock your car doors. Don't leave your belongings visible in your car. Um, don't keep your keys in your car. Uh, that that's, that's an easy way to prevent your I car. I saw a vehicle store. running at a convenience store, and it's not winter the other day. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> why would you do that? Yeah, and, you know, 99% of the time you're probably going to be fine. But why... You know, being, not being a crime victim is about risk mitigation. If you can lower your risk, you can prevent yourself from being a victim. And, and that's what we encourage people to do. Be smart. Be smart. Yep. Be smart. This show goes too fast. You know? It does. We're, we're here already. I haven't even talked about uh, the basketball game with the fire department tonight. <laughs> we're, we're uh, you know, we, we kicked off a... Um, uh, partnership with we tried to get some kids during the month of July to play basketball on Thursday night with officers. We called it Ballin' in the Bow. And tonight's our last night of that uh, July uh, series. And the fire department challenged us to play a game of basketball. So uh, we'll see uh, who's going to win the Battle of the Badges on the court tonight. It'll be a little bit hot, but... Uh, Is it at the Faribault High School gym? No, it's it's actually outside at... Uh, we got a little spider there on your microphone. got a spider trying to get me here at uh, North Alexander Park, so... Outdoors. Outdoors, 7 p.m. tonight. So, we'll see who's going to win. Are you going to put some money down on this, Chief? There's, there's bragging rights. That's far, far greater than money. So... <laughs> uh, Although I did hear the fire department was a little concerned about the heat, and I was a little surprised that firefighters are worried about heat, warm yeah. temperatures and they heat. So they walk into heat all the time. I didn't hear any concern around my building, so 
Well, there you go. Yeah. My, oh, my. So, Tuesday, I believe, the new cannabis law, law goes into That's effect. August 1st. And one of the things that uh, was not included was parks, as I understand it. Lakeville, for example, their city council had passed an ordinance saying you're not going to be able to smoke in parks. That's Smoking's right. not allowed in any fearable parks, right? I mean, of any kind, smoking. No, yeah, there is. There, um, so don't they we, have we don't have we don't have an ordinance that would prohibit public consumption of marijuana. Uh, so Tuesday, people can basically smoke marijuana anywhere in public. Um, now, most recent, recently, at, on Tuesday, and this past Tuesday night, uh, that was a topic of discussion with the city council, and um, the city council is looking at options that they can take um and i'm sure they're willing to seek input from the public we don't have an ordinance yet there's discussion about a public use ordinance that may restrict because uh, right now anybody can smoke on the sidewalk right outside the radio station and you can have two pounds for personal use well only up to two ounces in public two pounds within your home but uh only up to two ounces in public so so there's a lot more to discuss on that and i'm sure that uh we'll be talking about that Coming up uh, in the next few weeks, and uh, um, but the law changes on Tuesday, and uh, you know, just so folks know, if people are smoking marijuana, they smell it in public. It's not a police issue. It's not a police. So issue. don't call you. You're saying don't call us, right? I mean, certainly if there's other behavior associated with it, but the act of smoking marijuana in public is not a police issue on Tuesday. Yeah. Hopefully they come up with a test so they can determine whether or not they're intoxicated while driving, right? Well, certainly we can. We have uh, field sobriety tests that that are valid for all types of impairment. So um, I'm not as concerned about that. But uh, you know, there are. It's still illegal to smoke marijuana in a vehicle. Uh, that is, uh, uh, even though you can possess. Um, and you can use in public, you can't while a vehicle, just like an open container of alcohol. That's anywhere in the vehicle? Passengers can't either? That's accessible to the vehicle. So if it was in the trunk, you can have marijuana in your trunk or somewhere inaccessible. But, uh, but yeah, no, there, there is a criminal penalty for having marijuana in a vehicle. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. Hm. Instacart for the win.